Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again, uh, and joining us again today is Jonathan Carlyle from the upcoming UHF Minute and Princess Bride Minute, which is yep. finished, not upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not that again! <laughs> Surprise! <over. laughs> Might as well. Again. Might as well. <laughs> I'll use my same notes. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. It's just like a best of where you just cut the episodes. Although I did already. I did get to see Princess Bride on the big screen for the first time after we were done. And because it was on a big screen, I did actually notice some things that I never noticed before. So I guess oh, cool. if, if we were to do it again, I would have like three extra notes. <laughs> I don't a know if that's worth three. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just, just like a whole three sentences. <laughs> Extra, this time with bonus features. That's cool yeah, that you're the still first one is, what's things. that on that rock over there? And the next right? one is, what did he say? <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about minute 122, which starts with Gimli looking down at the river and ends with uh, Eowyn uh, walking into Helm's Deep and kind of taking stock of her surroundings because... There's a lot more people here than I think she thought initially. Yeah, Helm's Deep is pretty obviously has a permanent guard based on this minute. Based on that opening shot. Hmm. Well, good. That answers one of my questions. Either that or it's just the people from the villages all... Well, I mean, there are there are armed and armored men with shields and pikes okay. and chainmail. And that's... That's not something that, like, the commoners in outer villages would have. Yeah. They might have weapons, but certainly not the chainmail. So is this, like, just like an outpost, then? Yeah, I, I would assume so. Okay. And the people that are here ahead of Eowyn and the refugees are probably people that fled villages that were closer and mm -hmm. just ran to Helm's Deep. Okay. That because the... I mean, that's next minute, but I'll save that note for next yeah. minute. But that's, there's a thing that happens next minute that I think is proof of that. I don't know what happens next minute. This is the first time I've, can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, the first time I'm watching the movie. Hey man, Mystic Pizza Minute did yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd never seen the movie before and they did it movies by minutes. I couldn't do that. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially for these movies, because you would just be like, when is this going to be done? Oh my gosh, yeah. No, don't <laughs> not do Not knowing how long it is either. Like, you're not allowed to know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie that never ends. That's well, the next one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I kind of felt that way when I was watching some of the Hobbit movies. but Yeah, same. Mostly the third one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just, just ready for the end to come. You were enjoying yourself. In a sadistic way. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I was thinking a little bit about this minute 
last time um, when I was talking yeah, about that, Legolas. That look Legolas gives Thandon when he says, uh, Leave the dead. Put the wounded on horseback. The wolves of Isengard will return. Yeah. Leave the dead. And Legolas, and Legolas looks like, at him like, What? what? <laughs> I, thought yeah. we, I thought mortals bury their dead. <laughs> right. It's like, you're going to let them be eaten by the wolves that come back? What? How barbaric. I thought you were better than this. How dare. I like that he comforts Legolas. He puts his hand on his shoulder and gives, yeah. him, gives him that manly clap on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, a little bit going back to the whole main characters caring about main characters. I assume there's, there's probably a lot of people still on the ground that could use some comforting, but... It's like now we gotta make sure this this elf feels good. <laughs> gotta gotta comfort this elf that is looking at me like he wants to take my head off for just a second. No, I don't think <laughs> he's not murderous. Like there there's some there's a little bit of like initial like anger, but it's like shocked anger. Yeah. It's not like it's not like pointed righteous anger. He's just like really taken aback by this suggestion to leave the dead. And just for a moment, he's just, like, angry. And then it passes into confusion and sadness. Mm-hmm. That's. I think for me, that's it's maybe close to over the top for that stare is when the camera moves in on him just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the in the production commentary, they talk about how Orlando Bloom, when he did these intense stares, he would run or walk right up to the mark where he was supposed to stand. But when he did his really intense stares, he would lean forward. So the camera, like, wasn't in the place it really was supposed to be because Orlando Bloom is not in the place where he's supposed to be. That's really funny. (laughs) Because he would lean into these stairs. (laughs) Like he's an X-Man or something and he's trying to shoot his eye beams. Right. So his his head would be, like, eight inches further ahead than his feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. And to me, like... That's that's Orlando getting really into it, but it's also him not really paying attention right. to the mark. It's also him like being a very like novice actor. Right. This is the first like big movie he was right. in. Right. John Reese Davies says there are no bad actors on this film in the commentary. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying he's a uh, like a newbie. Just just listen to John Reese Davies just compliment everyone in the film in turn and then like as a group in this it's just great it's just wonderful every time he talks in the cast commentary <laughs> he's just such a pleasant gracious man well he, he couldn't really see most like... of the time anyway so maybe he just you know just yeah. figured everybody was doing fine <laughs> everyone's got to be doing better than me at least they can all breathe <laughs> he's talking specifically about how good he thinks the reactions to the wargs are in the finished product like in the finished version of the movie mm. because they had no idea what they were going to look like Peter was just giving them vague descriptions of what these monsters were going to look like, and they didn't really know what the final product was going to be. <laughs> so you need to write, react to this thing, this monster. and it's just, it's, The skill of acting is bringing your imagination to life. <laughs> That's awesome. I really like the shot um, where the camera is in the ravine looking up at Legolas and Gimli. And Legolas looks like a sad... Little puppy dog. Oh, just after the wind blows Thaden's cape so yes, majestically. Yeah. <laughs> Out of frame. <laughs> but but he steps like kind he steps out of frame, but then when Legolas and Gimli turn around and like he gives Thaden that stare, Thaden is right back where he was before he stepped out of frame. 
Editing. Editing. <laughs> He's like right back up there on the cliff edge again. <laughs> we want you to turn away from this cliff dramatically, but then we're going to film a scene like with you and Legolas next to each other, but not show Legolas move away from the cliff. <laughs> It'll be fine. No one will notice. Well, we I noticed. noticed. <laughs> That's the Minute Maker's mantra, I think. Well, I noticed. Yeah. I'd wear that shirt. It said movies by minutes. It's like I noticed. This, like the like that I don't know. It's just like a big crest or whatever with like all the weird And it says symbols. I noticed in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> oh that that'd be great. It's like a, I'm a big like fan heraldry. of jokes that no one understands. Yeah. Right. It's like heraldry and you have like the the like a camera, like an old school like real camera mm-hmm. and some other like things that hint at the format, like you have a clock. Right. Yeah, somebody made, like, a mock-up of, like, a, I don't know, a logo or something a while ago? Yeah, there's been a few different, like, logos in the the master group. Yeah. But it'd be cool to be, like, heraldry would just, like, well, I noticed in Latin. Yeah. (laughs) I'd buy that shirt. But, I don't know. I I feel so bad for Legolas. And gambling is just, you know, keeping it together, man. Yeah. <laughs> His best friend is dead. <laughs> well, Gimli knows a lot about death. Also, I think it's really pointed that, you know, it's it's little because it's not something that maybe most people watching the movie would care about. But that's got to hurt gambling when Theoden is looking directly at him and says, leave the dead. Mm. Well, you can't. I mean, what's left of Hama? He got eaten. We, yeah, we don't know. Maybe like he a, didn't have time to get eaten. The, the, the war way, got shot pretty quick. No, the way that that cu- is cut it last week. It took a couple big bites out of him. The way that the, the movie is edited, it tells me that he got eaten. But not all of them. In like, one big bite. In um, one big bite. Yeah, like every like, like monster swall- Like movie. a cartoon. You have, like, the push-in on someone screaming, and then it, like, fades to black, and there's... And then all that's left is their boots. Yeah. Then the warg burps, and, like, his sword (laughs) comes out. (laughs) And then if it was a fairy tale, Legolas would just cut the warg open, and out out Hama would come. Right. Still alive, and just like, that was terrible. (laughs) I never want to do that again. Legolas is having a bad road trip. Gambling is having a bad week. Yes. But he got to draw his sword. He finally got to draw his sword. But now it's back in the sheath. Now it's his job to take care of the king. And Bernard Hill talks in the the cast commentary about how gambling's kind of role in this movie was made a little bigger because Bernard Hill was insistent that because Theoden is a king, there needs to be a character that gives orders to people from Theoden instead yeah. of Theoden giving everybody orders. Right. Because I'm the king. Yeah. I, I don't give people peasants. orders. <laughs> I I tell my higher-ups to then tell people things. Mm-hmm. I delegate this authority. I'm the king. So gambling has a bigger role because Bernard Hill was just like, I'm a king and I need a general. So he he doesn't want to be like a people's king? He wants to be like... I don't know. I mean, he is still a people's king, but, you know, it's it's a kingly thing to delegate authority. 
Yeah. It's an exercise of power. But I thought, like, this whole movie is just like, Thaden's kind of a bad king. He's not a bad king. He just made a bad decision. <laughs> Going to Helm's Deep was kind of a bad decision. But was it, though? Is there they another decision? They have fought this army on the, in, the open, in the open field? Probably not. So. And we know from, you know, future vision of knowing what happens in the third well, movie. Well, they just get to Helm's Deep in this minute. Right. But we know from, like, future vision from the third movie that even if Thaden had listened to Aragorn and called Gondor for aid, Denethor wouldn't send anybody. He might send somebody. He might send Faramir. Take Faramir, take your rangers and go see what's going on in, in Rohan. Yeah. So what's what's that, like 30 guys? What are they going to do? They're just going to still go to Helm's Deep and then they just have more archers than they had before. I mean, I don't know. Every little bit helps, right? Denethor is just like, I sent my son north and he died. Not another member of Gondor's army is headed north. What about his other son? My only son. <laughs> <laughs> flashbacks coming up i know i'm I'm pumped (laughs) get to see sean bean again (laughs) so what is uh with these two guys staring down at the river while everyone else is cleaning up what what is the fellowship allegiance because i mean these these guys are pretty much here because they were just following aragorn right i mean yeah well they were here to see make sure that mary and pippin were safe because aragorn was just like we got to make sure that Merry and Pippin are safe. Yeah, but Merry and Pippin have been safe for the past yeah. hour and, and a half. And now they know. So I guess their allegiance beyond this would be just being like, well, Gandalf wanted us to help Rohan, so I guess this is what we're going to do now. So yeah, they, they, could, uh, they could just cut and run at any point, I guess, as long as it served the uh, the fellowship purpose at some point. Or are they just well, going they with no Rohan idea because, like, what Sam else are we going to do? Yeah. Gandalf told Aragorn to help Rohan. Right. Did they Do they know that Gandalf is coming back? Like, because Aragorn... Did Aragorn share that? Right. How much did Aragorn share? How much do they know right now? Right. Did, did Legolas just hear Gandalf tell Aragorn this with Probably. his elf ears? Aragorn doesn't feel the need to tell Legolas anything. He he's just, the best if, he, if he's within, like, 200 feet, he just hears it regardless. Yeah. Doesn't matter. There are no secrets in an elven home. I guess. So that's why Aragorn didn't tell him that they broke up? Because he just figured he, he heard it somewhere? I mean, he was standing out there in the, the courtyard. <laughs> Everyone's, like, politely <laughs> trying to ignore their fight. And Legolas, and Legolas like, like, snaps Whoa. his fingers in a Z. <laughs> And everyone's like, what was that for? <laughs> he just suddenly has sunglasses on. He says, don't worry about it. <laughs> He's just like, oh, girl. I think <laughs> I think Legolas and Gimli would wait for Gandalf to come back yeah. and then they'd leave with Gandalf. Right, they'd be like, well, man, I sure hope Gandalf comes back soon. Yeah. I don't want to die here. here. <laughs> Gimli just doesn't look, like, super-duper sad in the way Legolas does. Gimli looks defeated. Like, he just lost a fight. He, I mean, they did. I mean, he kind of did. Technically. Well, he's still alive. No, they technically won. The wargs ran off. I mean, he put his axe through that warg's skull, so... Yeah. 
Well, wasn't Aragorn him. basically the one that kind of saved Gimli? So he, he probably feels bad, like, oh, yeah. Aragorn saved me, and then he died instead. Even though Gimli was totally bench-pressing, like, 4,000 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just absurd feats of dwarf strength. All that tells you, like, in the context of this world, is never challenge a dwarf to a fistfight. They will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly on accident. Well, it's if like they can reach. Oh, ha, ha. They probably fight dirty. It's punch punch a human in the kneecap. It's yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that you bring you down and then they can reach you. <laughs> I mean, we already, you know, he can snap an orc's neck with his bare hands. That fight is so silly. Warg, orc, warg. It's a sandwich. It is a sandwich. Then all these refugees are so happy to see Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep! Helm's Deep! Yeah, they weren't. They must not have been that far away. If they. Yeah, maybe just a couple of hours. Okay. At most. They, they really just can't have been that far. The lighting doesn't look any different. Yeah, because, I mean, Theoden's crew is on horseback, and they fought for, I don't know, five minutes. Right, but how long did it take him to get all the wounded on horses? That's true. You know, gather the wounded, leave the dead. But that doesn't mean they're not going to pick up the weapons from the dead. Right. See if they can find anything worth saving off any of the, the orc bodies kicking around. Yeah, so back in back in the days of like foot travel and horse travel, did uh, Helm's Deep is this something that you know probably people in Rohan have heard about, but maybe most of them probably have never been there before. Yeah, it's like a like a legendary place of defense in their their cultural mythos. It's where they it's where the people of Rohan have always retreated for safety in the darkest of times. Yeah, so the villagers would know to go there. Yeah, and the ones who live nearby would know where it is. Okay. Even if they hadn't been there, like... I think the impression from the movie is that Helm's Deep doesn't look like it's been used heavily in, like, decades. Right. If not hundreds of years. Right, if not a very long time. Parts of the top of the wall are crumbling a little. Everything's dirty. Well, we get the pan out um, tomorrow. Yeah. Doors are pretty nice. Yeah. Anyone's wig changes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when they're looking down at Helm's Deep from like that hillside down into the the valley where it sits, Anyone's hair is all loose and it's it's hanging, and then it when looks she... lighter too. Yeah, and Maybe it looks lighter. It's, it, it, it's very clearly a different wig from what it is in the very next scene when the gates open at Helm's Deep and she steps inside and her hair is pinned back and it's like a little more wavy and a little darker. And it's a little more um, wild. Yeah. Because this, from when they enter to the end of like this scene with Miranda Otto is the first scene she shot for the movie. Oh, wow. That's cool. I like I like that one of the uh, one of the villagers, uh, well, and she doesn't really congratulate Eowyn, I guess, but she's you know just happy that they made it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's it's interesting. I think what they do with Eowyn is interesting 
in the way that she she doesn't really want to be here with these uh, villagers because she wants to be in the fight. But I think there's some legitimate leadership stuff that Theoden's trying to do with her, you know, to teach her to be a leader. Mm-hmm. It's not always about well, especially fighting. Especially now that, that yeah. Amr's gone. Right. Yeah. Phaedra's dead, Amr's gone, his only heir is Aeon. Yeah, but can she? We've we've talked about this a little bit. Like, can she inherit the throne? We don't know. I mean, Theoden has no other heirs, period. As far as we're aware. So wouldn't it pass to, like, the next male family member? Assuming he has any brothers, sisters, or cousins with children. If he doesn't, it would have to go to Aeon. Oh. She would be his own... If she's his only living kin... You shall have a queen. Is it possible <laughs> that that any of that would be part of Wormtongue's plan? Because he was kind of eliminating everybody else, and if Eowyn got the throne and he happened to be with her, yeah. he would become king. Yeah. That probably was the long game. Yeah, he wanted to be king of Rohan. That makes sense to me. Sneaky man. We get to see him this week. We do. We get we to haven't see, seen him in a while. We see Wormtongue again and one of my favorite gags of the trilogy. <laughs> I'm excited to hear what that is. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's this minute. Uh, so we are from the website DuelingGenre.com. Check us out there. Check out some of the other podcasts on the site like Protagonist Podcast, uh, Doctor's Companion, Coming back soon-ish? Question mark? Because uh, Doctor Who's kind of revving its engine a, a little more. Um, we have Geek by Night and Immunities and the Having a Friend for Dinner, the Hannibal podcast. Um, check those out. Check out Jonathan over at Princess Bride Minute and uh, the UHF Minute. UHF 62nd. 62nd. It means something, but you might have to listen to find out what. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know the end jokes. But <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I like jokes that no one gets. That's one That's of them. That's fair. Nice. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, today. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I like watching zigzag villagers. <laughs> we'll get more villagers tomorrow. And they're just like going around Eowyn like fish in a river. Yeah. It's like, okay, don't touch the Don't touch the princess. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get your filth on her. (laughs) And we'll be back tomorrow to find out, uh, I don't know, Eowyn's about to have a really bad day. (laughs) When does she have a good day? (laughs) Um, At the very end of the movies. The movies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye.